Hey everyone, we continue our read-through of the New Testament. Today we are in John 14. Jesus has just washed the feet of the disciples and given them that great commandment to love one another as He has loved them. And now, beginning in chapter 14 all the way through chapter 16, He gives us His farewell or upper room discourse, one of the most beautiful discourses uh, that we have from the words of Jesus. So let's read 14 together. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How, how can we know? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me, because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love me, love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I 
love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Here we have Jesus about to enter the darkest moment of his existence. For all eternity, he has been at perfect union, in perfect relationship, in perfect love, at perfect peace with his Father, eternally generating from the Father. And yet, in less than 24 hours, he will be crushed under the weight of his Father's wrath, dying in the place of sinners like you and me. And yet, rather than seeking his own heart to be given peace and for his disciples to, get to, to bring relief to him, he seeks to bring relief to them. He opens the chapter, let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. The passage of supreme comfort is offered by Jesus in his darkest hour. As the shadow of Judas's treachery and Peter's failure linger over him, only a few hours away from the agony of Gethsemane and death on the cross, yet the statement conveys a sense of sublime peace and is tended to minister to the fears of the disciples rather than to Jesus' own needs. Oh, what a Savior we have who would seek to comfort us even in his darkest hour. And then he goes on to lay out ways in which we are to protect our hearts from being troubled. How we can be sure and how we can be confident in the midst of turmoil when it rises up. And the first thing that he tells us to do is to trust him because he has a place for you in, our, in, in his father's house. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. Thomas asked the question, well, how, how do we know? How are we going to get there? Jesus makes very clear one of the most important statements in all of Scripture. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through him. Let not your heart be troubled because Jesus has prepared a place for you by opening the way there and removing every single obstacle, the biggest being your sin. He goes on further to explain how we should not let our hearts be troubled because Jesus himself is our dwelling place. He has promised to come and to take us to himself and it's not like he's taking you to some room out there. Who, who wants a room? I, you know, I don't really want a room. I want a person. And when Jesus says a room in my Father's house, beloved, Jesus is the room. Jesus is who it is that we are being brought into. He is what we are housed into when we are taken into the Father's house. We are housed into the righteousness of Christ. Because of that, we can ask anything in His name, knowing that the Father who will glorify Him will indeed hear all of those who are cloaked in the righteousness of His Son, who have been brought into His Son by faith. He will not turn His ear away from those who have been purchased by His Son. And not only this, 
but we can be sure that we can live faithfully even in the absence of Christ as He goes to be with the Father knowing that His physical absence is not a spiritual one. For He will send the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, who will come and indwell us, teaching us all things so that we might faithfully live out in obedience to the Lord as the Spirit writes the law of God on our heart, just as the new covenant promises said it would be. And as we walk, we are able to take the Lord with us wherever we go. For now, He now dwells inside of us through the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of truth. He is not merely an observer. He is a helper who helps us day by day, step by step, to ensure that we walk faithfully in the will of the Lord and in the remembrance of His immeasurable graces towards us. It is no wonder then Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. It is a peace not as the world gives, and we do not need to let our hearts be troubled nor afraid, because He loves us, because He will be with us, because He prepares a place for us, because He will return to receive us. Oh, what a Savior. And so in the midst of your turmoil, do not let your hearts be troubled. But look to your Savior, who died for you, who gave you His Spirit, who loves you with an everlasting love, and who will come to carry you to glory, that you might be with Him forever and always. So let us heed the words, Rise, Let us go from here in order that the world might know Him, our Savior, our Lord, Jesus Christ. God bless.